0: From a two-bedroom apartment on the west side of Los Angeles, it's High On Film! Tonight, we've got Dave Byrne and Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Billy, you're dealing with the oddity of time travel with the greatest of ease on this week's Bodacious episode. (laughs) Greetings, my excellent friends, and welcome to the 200th episode of High On Film, sobering talk about movies That is both the title and then the little byline we have. Uh, Don't think it's high on film, sobering, talk about movies. It's just high on film where we have sobering, talk about movies. I'm Chris Maxwell. I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining us us on this, our season four finale. Unbelievable. So this is your last chance to listen to a new high on film for a couple of weeks until uh, we come back from hiatus, I think probably right before Christmas. Right? We're going to do a Christmas episode, sure. (laughs) Decided. (laughs) Uh, We normally choose guests. They choose movies. This time, on the quarters, as as it will, both myself and my co-host alternate our own choices. Uh, And today, falls on my uh, fourth pick. Yeah, fourth Yes. Okay, yeah. Talk, Brad. You can talk. No,
1: I was honestly thinking. No, Uh, yes, it's fourth.
0: Excellent. Uh, Let's get to him. He uh, is the co-host of this podcast, the co-host from the couch, the walking Kevin Bacon game, the podcaster of disaster, and the Brad Davis that God gave us, my co-host and friend, Brad Davis.
1: Happy 200. Happy 200, Brad. It's
0: wonderful to be here. Yes, isn't it? So great.
1: Yeah. This is, I can't believe we came this far. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Look how far we've come. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Now, I haven't chosen four movies, have I? Only two.
1: You would have chosen 50, 100,
0: 150, and 200? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Two of those were Star Wars movies. Correct. Empire and Jedi. And mine, what? 50 is Stazing Confused. Right. Isn't that how it works?
1: Yeah, I think so. Because New Hope wasn't one of yours. No. That was.
0: That's somewhere in the middle. Episode 77, I believe. Okay. Look at that. Ah! That's probably wrong. I hope
1: that's right. It's Star Wars
0: came out. We'll check it. (laughs) All right. Um, Anyway, so I got to choose a movie. I chose a movie that's very close to my heart. Um, You know, in times of trouble, a lot of people cling to a lot of different things. Each other, the Bible, the Quran, the Torah. Uh, Other religious texts. The Tao Te Ching by Lao Tzu. Sure. You know, all kinds of philosophies, but my philosophy stems directly from one movie. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, from 1989. Directed by Stephen Herrick of Critters and Mighty Ducks and Rockstar fame. Um, And, of course, the brand uh, brand new, uh, soon to come, Dolly Parton's Christmas of Many Colors, Circle of Love. He's directing that. Should be out any day now. And written by Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon. Uh, Solomon, of course, from uh, the Now You See Me duo of movies. Uh, The Mario Brothers movie. And men in black. Oh. yeah. How about that? No, oh. got some credits to his name. It's yeah, one. One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Super Mario, the Super no. Mario Brothers is a cult favorite of some. Yes, <laughs> uh, it's not considered a good movie no. at all. Yeah, it's bad. But no, yeah, I yeah, did like for
2: that. It.
1: I
0: did like it. Points. Totally. Okay, good. Um, Brad, Bill, and Ted's Excellent Adventure. How about that?
1: Yeah, how about that?
0: You like this movie? Yeah.
1: I mean, I don't have the history with it that you do. I mean, I've definitely seen both the Bill and Ted movies multiple times. Uh, It's probably been 20 years since I've seen one. Oh, wow. So, 15, 20 years, something like that. So, uh, But yeah, I always enjoy them. I mean, the the start of Keanu Reeves.
0: Yeah. Oh, thank God.
1: uh, he's He's made our lives so much better.
0: Yeah. I'm thinking he's back.
1: Yeah. Well, Speed, I got to watch Speed was on TV the other night. I watched that. One of my favorites. There you go. So, Keanu.
0: Yeah, I I actually once made a student film about a copy of this movie not being returned to a video store.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Yeah. (laughs) And
0: there was a whack job who wanted to, I know he had it. No, someone else wanted to rent it, but the, the calls for Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure were just overwhelming, so the main character had to go out and get it back from this whack job who had fallen in love with it. Dark. Yeah, you got a little dark <laughs> from your uh, autobiographical period. It is, yeah, <laughs> it is from my autobiographical period. Thank you uh, for introducing yourself in a vocal tone. I have never once waited for
2: my introduction.
0: <laughs> I wasn't chastising you. I was thanking you.
1: Yeah, we expect nothing else.
0: A man who has easily not gotten to choose his own movies uh, more than anyone else.
1: Uh, it's not even close. I, I, I have to imagine.
0: Maybe that's because we gave him two shots and we just we. <laughs> you that was gave enough. me more than two shots. It well, was... two off the bat. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because you've done *Boondock Saints* 2, It's yep. Still the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> Every that. time we
1: gotta say that.
0: The worst. And *Ghost Rider*, *Spirit of Vengeance*. Um, but also *Transformers* four. Oh, yeah, and then Transformers 4. But that I wouldn't count in Among the Worst. I actually had a kind of a fun time watching that movie.
1: And it was an interesting experiment to watch all of the Transformers movies. Oh, yeah, I forgot yeah, we watched Trans- all <laughs> four. Yeah, we did. Oof. Yeah, we did.
0: Okay. Uh, well, anyway, let's get... Where what was I? You got me on a fun Transformer I think
2: you got to say name. I yeah, will, I will.
0: <laughs> no, uh, he is a reoccurring guest of this show. One of our favorites. He's practically cast member you should put his name in the opening credits as said by uh don pardo Ah, oh, that's tough it's <laughs> dave Byrne returns to the show thank you guys hey dave hey, hey what's up not too much man welcome back
2: thanks thanks for having me
0: a pleasure and hey. i should mention i'm sorry uh you haven't chosen all bad movies. You also chose All Star Superman, most recently.
2: Oh yeah, that's not that's a not terrible movie. Yeah, DC um, uh, cartoon. Yeah, that was, that was nice. Thank you so much for choosing this movie for me. This is was a fantastic experience to watch this again. I haven't done this in probably four or five years. Mm. <laughs> is sit down with the Mill and Ted movie. It's great. Yeah. Well, after two
1: what you were both movie marathons, right? Yeah. M- <laughs> all night, M night. And the Zack Snyder All night. After putting you through that. I mean yeah. the least we could do is give you a movie that is good.
2: Oh yeah. Oh hey Dave, it's my pick this time. I found a Boondock Saints 3. Like that is... <laughs> No, no
1: I'll never crazy. be on again, <laughs>
2: yeah. Dave. You will be banned from the show.
0: Uh. We won't tease it just in case anything happens, but you do have your next Oh yes, absolutely. Out. Yeah. That's not gonna change. Yeah. Unless we give you an opportunity to not do that. Just go, hey, now you're doing the Oscar show. You're not doing the Oscar Show. No, Those we're are good not doing movies. Oscar
2: show. Yeah, I mean, I
1: feel like most people don't even know the movie he would want to do. Yeah. We could say it, they'd just be like, ah, I don't fucking
0: know. <laughs> yeah, start looking for your copy now. <laughs> we all will. A double O kid. <laughs>
1: yes. It's on YouTube. It's... Oh, is it? Oh, good. good Corey yeah. Haim Classic. Please watch it. Yeah. movie I watched as a child and watched recently and realized how terrible it was. And I immediately <laughs> texted Dave Burton, yeah. I think mid watch, and I was like, you have to see this movie.
2: Mm-hmm. It's that terrible. And your response? Well, I arose from a New York City subway grate, and I, I had like three texts from Brad. That I found a Corey Haim movie. It's exactly your style. Uh, it's called Double O Kid. Followed by there is a rollerblade chase. Scene? Yes, there's a rollerblade. There's chase. a rollerblade chase or rollerblade fight scene? And I think I responded. These are the three best text messages I've ever gotten in a row. <laughs> <laughs> There is a chase scene on rollerblades where he Corey Haim is
1: escaping in a shopping cart pushed by the lead female in
2: the movie it is awful
0: interesting it's, so wait I, I, I was under the impression you had seen it before dave you have um, not i have not ah. no
2: i have seen clips of it but i've not sat down for the whole thing okay i feel like that should be an experience i save for <laughs> the uh, podcast for the podcast if it ever happens yeah please do
0: well we can make it happen um uh but anyway uh, a big part of this movie is time travel uh which makes it part of a big uh, niche genre which is always fun. And something we actually were talking about last week with Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban uh, where they feature a Time Turner little hourglass spinny thingy. And... Uh, Technical term. yeah, That is. I read the books. Cool. <laughs> and here of course we have a phone booth. How about that? Oh yeah. yeah. I think it's time for some Trash. Star Destroy. Three movies of a similar ilk. One, you must trash which means it's eliminated from existence. One, you get to star in and whatever role you'd like to take for yourself, and a third must be destroyed, which means the only version of that film that has ever existed has been written and, diri- and directed, directed, <laughs> and directed and directed, directed by directed. Mr. Michael Bay of Transformers: Dark of the Moon fame. Yeah, Bad
2: Boys 2 fame. Uh, oh, yes.
0: It's funny you say that. Um, in Greece, this movie was released under the title Bill and Ted: The Bad Boys Go Everywhere. <laughs> Which I think should be the third Bad Boys film title. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Bad Boys Go Everywhere. The Bad Boys Go Everywhere. Yep.
0: And they go around the world like James Bond. (laughs) That'd be awesome. There you go. I'm in. You're in. All right, guys. Um, Let's do three time travel contraption films. Three movies that have time travel contraptions. Trash Star Destroy. I'm also going to want to know which is your preferred time travel device. Two-parter Trash touch Destroy for the 200th episode! Uh, how, yeah.
1: how appropriate.
0: All right, we're gonna do Harry Potter and The Prisoner of Azkaban with the Time Turner. We'll do Back to the Future with the DeLorean, famously. And we'll do Hot Tub Time Machine with the Hot with Tub. The hot
2: tub. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, I, I was taking notes so and I lost track. What's the time travel device in Hot Tub Time Machine?
0: It is a time machine. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a HG hot H.G. Wells, time machine.
1: <laughs> okay, hot tub time machine. Azkaban. Azkaban, Back to the Future. Okay. B to the F. Uh, boy, this is tough for me.
0: Why is it tough for you, Brad?
1: Because it's a question of, am I Harry Potter or am I Marty McFly?
0: Hmm. A question we all have to answer for ourselves <laughs> <laughs> at one time or another in our life.
1: Um, uh, I guess... I'm going to be Harry Potter.
2: Mm.
1: I love Ask. Uh, it's one of my top. It's my top two favorite Potter movies. I love. You were all about
0: that last week. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I think I got to stick with it. I, I mm. can't believe I'm uh, you know, turning down an opportunity to play Marty McFly, but I'm going to do that. And then the question is does. Michael Bay, get hot tub time machine, or does he get back to the future? I think what I'll do is trash hot tub time machine, and I'm going to give Bay back to the
0: sure. future. Yeah, oh, man. Now, now,
1: listen, because... And here's my, I thought
0: I knew you. Here's, my, here's my reasoning for this.
1: Because honestly, I was about to say give Bay the hot tub time machine and trash back to the future. But I think if you still have the basic structure of Back to the Future, whether it's Bay or not, Mm -hmm. then when you return to the Back to the Future and Back to the Future 2, which would still be the same movie, you at least have context for it.
0: True, but now it also becomes a shit franchise where only the second one is any good. And in order to get a lot of it, you have to watch the first shitty one. Well, still though, assuming it's, it's shitty, but it could then, be decent. But
1: then, if you trash it, then you still only have one good movie.
0: That's true. Yeah, you're losing the cultural stepstone either way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's kind of why I, I feel like you still get the context. Or you're still risking makes it, I yes.
0: You're not necessarily losing No. Respect.
1: And I feel like if you're getting that part of one still, even if it's done by Michael Bay, that still makes two really good. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you trash one, then you kind of lose how cool that is of seeing it go through again. Yeah. going Him going back to... But you
0: change the two. Thing. If you're going to go back and change time like this, you're going to change two. Right. how they have to structure that movie.
1: Right. I guess. But no, two still remains the same. We don't change two.
0: Well, I mean that's a time travel conundrum. Uh, well, here we go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it saves I, mean, the
1: I feel like I we could go in circles with this if we wanted to. Um, but that was my final answer and I'll stick to it. Not an easy decision, one yeah.
0: way or the other. Go around in time as flat circles if we wanted to. <laughs> that's a true detective season one. All right, reference. all right, all right. Let's
1: move on. Good yeah. one, Brian.
0: Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Dave, what are you doing here with hot tub, time machine, Back to the Future, and Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban?
2: Um, I am gonna star in Back to the Future. Sure. Um, with also, uh, oh, I'm go- I'm gonna be Doc Brown. I was That's, gonna say. Honestly, if
1: you would have had me guess what character you would choose, I would have bet you would have choos- chosen Doc Brown.
2: I come on here too often. You start. Probably, to too, right? I know you too well. <laughs> um, absolutely. Have uh. You know, absolutely ridiculous. Um, I'm bald, so I already look old on film. Uh, it would be perfect. And it's, uh, you know, you get to hang out with Michael J. Fox and be a part of, like, the the 80s, 90s explosion of that franchise. Like, it's huge. I would um, rather hang you out You could
0: probably that. get that uh, Uncle Fester part in Adam's Family, oh, too. Oh, exactly,
2: yeah. <laughs> Just roll this into more work. Yeah.
0: Um, Christopher Lloyd, only now known for Taxi. <laughs> yeah.
2: So uh, then, in that, in this case, I would keep the role until I have the time traveling steam train in three. I guess unless
0: you really screw it up and they decide to and Zemeckis okay. recasts
2: you. Yeah. yeah, I was, I was wondering where, where that rule stands uh-huh. on Star.
0: Nothing in the future is set, but okay. it's certainly. I mean, you've yeah, we've altered the course of history. Yeah, we've got to pull it off. We've right?
1: definitely chosen. Trash Star destroys before and been like, yeah, I'm choosing this in the first movie of the franchise because then that means I get to play it throughout. Well, I thought that was always just
0: faith in ourselves of doing (laughs) a good job.
1: (laughs)
2: Okay, so that you Uh, get the job, uh, of course. Yeah, all right, fair enough.
0: Coming sequels, fair
2: enough. I have no delusions. I can hold down a multi-million dollar acting yeah, yeah, bring bring it to the
0: yeah, Um, talks. Bring it to the the box office.
2: Yeah, Um, I'm absolutely giving uh, Harry Potter over to Michael Bay with hopes that he retains some reins as a producer on the rest of the films, because that would no, be an awesome second half to that franchise. No, Dave. Much oh, as Fast so and close. Furious turned on a dime he at was four so close. to Ridiculous.
0: You're so close to being right with this. Because, <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean,
1: you ruin Goblet of Fire and both Deathly Hallows, yep. which I have a huge problem with. Half-Blood Prince and um, Order of the Phoenix, you might actually make those a little more... Live. He might actually make yeah. this a little more lively. Yeah. Last, Again, I think we talked
0: about this uh, last episode. Tell you, uh, Michael Bay's one. Well, and
1: I've i actually watched Half Blood Prince since then too. After uh, we did, since we did that episode of this one, and still, while I like it, it's a little
0: slow. <laughs> hmm. Half Blood Prince is slow for me. Yeah. Oh, I was talking about Order of the Phoenix, by the way. But okay, yeah.
2: I'm talking both. Ah, I find a little slow. Yeah. So um, ridiculous, Michael Bay. That would be five Harry Potter movies of ridiculous Michael Bayness, yeah. and I'd be so excited. For Michael Bayness? Yes. That's okay. okay. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't coined that term already. Like no, I, no, no. I swear I was copying
0: it from you. <laughs> uh boy. I mean, yes. I think it would be interesting to have an installment of Harry Potter that Michael Bay did. I am not crazy about it being Prisoner of Azkaban, um, but in this case, that's what it's going to have to be. Because I'm trashing Hot Tub Time Machine, and I'm being Marty McFly. I oh, mean, this was so easy.
2: Do we get to no, team up well, and be Doc and Marty I will together? be
0: your Marty McFly any day. I'll watch time.
2: that movie. Yeah.
0: You want to be Biff? Sure.
2: Oh, I'd love to be Biff. <laughs> Guys, let's turn your phone sideways. Let's get filming this. Yeah. yeah.
0: Shot for shot remake. Back mean, to the future. I,
1: I will say Dave made a good point that even though I would probably choose to be Marty McFly as well, I would It's no no insult to Christopher Lloyd. I would rather work with Michael J. Fox than I would work with Christopher Lloyd.
0: Mm.
2: So
1: there's something to be said for that, but still, it's Marty McFly. Yeah, they get to rock the vest.
0: Yeah. yeah, probably get to meet Spielberg. Get to work with Zemeckis. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty cool. You get to
2: write Johnny Be Good. In the yeah, yeah. timeline of the movie. Yeah. yeah, that's great.
0: All right, guys, <laughs> let's do another category, because of course we haven't used the movie we just watched. Bye. Now, in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, there is a famous phone booth, the aforementioned time travel device. So let's do three phone booth movies. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Superman, and Phone Booth. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Excellent Adventure, OG Superman, and Phone Booth. Maybe my second favorite Colin Farrell movie. Third favorite comic I was going to
1: say, Seven Psychopaths? No. You like Phone Booth better than Seven Psychopaths?
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. But not. I didn't expect that. In Bruges or The Lobster.
1: Yeah. Oh, In Bruges is easily my favorite.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: interesting. Um, okay, Phone Booth, Bill and Ted,
0: and. Superman. And Superman. The uh. original te- uh, film, Phone Booth. <laughs>
2: it's
0: not true. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, Who knows? Is that true? Someone call in. Where was the? <laughs> no, where, it's not the first. Where did the phone booth first appear <laughs> on celluloid? I mean, there's,
1: there's some, honestly a little part of me that would almost choose phone booth, but for what? You
0: have to choose it all, all for all of them.
1: I'm sorry to star in. Ah, but because I know that like how much it must have sucked to shoot a lot of that movie. No. You're just sitting in a fucking phone booth. The whole yeah, time. with
0: guns and police. Yeah,
1: but I mean, no, no, like you're sitting there for a lot of close-ups and stuff with nobody around, and like just somebody feeding you lines. Um, Easy paycheck, baby. Uh, I'm with you, but still, I mean, I think the obvious choice here is to star in Bill and Ted, and
2: uh,
1: I guess I'm gonna be Bill. I mean, just chill with Keanu for a while. That's gotta be some type of experience.
0: Yeah.
1: Some type of. Excellent adventure. Um, So, I can't pass that up. So, I'll be Bill. uh, And then, Superman or Phone Booth. I guess, I I really like Phone Booth, and I think that's why I'm going to trash it. Because I feel like whatever Michael Bay would do to it would kind of lose a little bit of its, I don't want to say heart, but it's the emotional connection to it, which kind of, uh, I think, creates the stakes in that movie. And I would give Michael Bay Superman. I mean, let's see a Michael Bay Superman movie. Margot
0: Kidder and Christopher Reeves with Michael Bay.
1: I mean, I feel like it would be Man of Steel, but better.
0: Yeah. Yeah, maybe. it's
1: not a terribly high bar. Do do you honestly... I mean, when is Bay setting a high bar? I
2: mean...
0: Yeah. Dave, what are you going to do here? Now, you famously... Hate Superman.
2: Oh, I do. He's going in the trash. Oh, yeah, let's let's start out hey, right there. Not
0: so bad. Start with Superman too.
2: Um, yeah, that's R- Richard Donner cut. It it takes away one good Superman, which will help prove my hypothesis that Superman sucks. Because um, there are so many bad Supermans. Um, Superman. So yeah, Superman's gone. Um, give Michael Bay phone booth. Okay. Um, I. A, it would be an interesting challenge for him. B, that's I, true. I, that's very true. I am curious to see what sort of, you know, uh, character study slash music video comes out of restraining him in such a way. Um, a lot more stuff will blow up. It will be nonsensical, but an interesting movie to see. It'll be a summer garbage movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, Which I, I'm down. Are my favorite movies. <laughs> Very um, true. And I'm gonna be Rufus in Bill and Ted. I'm mm-hmm. gonna come from the future in dope glasses and explain, <laughs> explain how everything works in a one or two word phrase, just casually. You know, <laughs> modern science, dear William. Oh, okay, time travel works.
1: So, yeah. <laughs> that's true. If I'm Billy I get to act as George Carlin as well.
2: Yeah. yeah. That's oh, fake. that's right. I would be taking George Carlin, which is sacrilege, but
0: a little yeah. bit. It's funny, I, I
1: thought he was, I remember him being in this movie so much more. He's really not.
0: No, he's not. He's not, he's like, he is third build.
1: Right. I mean, which well, yeah, makes sense. Uh, yeah. But I mean, We're I draw. thought he was like kind of with them through more of the journey as I remembered it, but he has like four scenes or something.
0: Yeah. Sorry, very, Dave, yeah. I like interrupted you. Um, I right, absolutely No, I, I, think that's, I
2: think that's it. Michael Michael Bay's phone booth, uh, Superman in the trash, and I'm Rufus. And you're Rufus. Yeah. Dave's Rufus I mean
0: I'm with you Dave I'm trashing Superman maybe they can do that later uh, because I do like the end of the original Superman the spinning the world backwards I think is a cool thing Um, you are incorrect uh, okay thank you (laughs) fair enough but either way it's trash and we're starting with Superman 2 and Zod which is going to be a kick ass start for Superman Uh, it's absolutely Michael Bay's phone booth (laughs) um, for all those reasons and much much more and I'm starting a Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Now, this is where it hurts because I would rather be Ted, but I'd rather work with Keanu Reeves. Um. So I gotta be Bill, which is fine. It's cool. I can be Bill. You're making such a sacrifice. Ted has better lines, arguably. Yeah, Ted has better lines. Some of my favorite
1: shows. Bill still has some good lines.
0: He does. You're not losing a lot. And what is one without the other? You know? Yeah, very true. But uh, yeah, what can you do? Or maybe I can be Ted in our version of Dave Rufus and you, Bill Brad. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah that'll be fun. Well,
2: that'll be great. Thanks,
0: up? Shop for Shot remake. Let's do it. Oh, I'm well,
2: so excited. Stay it. tuned to film.com for more Shop for Shot remakes of <laughs> your favorite movies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, that's it then. Okay. That, that, that's right. So we did it. For Yay. another week, we are going to take a break and be right back with more Bill and Ted's excellent adventure for episode 200, right after this. And we're back. High on film 200. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, our guest today, the prettiest sound guy I know, Dave Byrne. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for being on the show countless times.
2: <laughs> Hell, you guys are well.
0: It's time for the Summary Game, the first official game of the podcast that's worth a damn. That's zero to two points in high-on-film language. Uh, of course, for the last time this season, we had our patented twin cost coin toss. Brad. Chris. You chose the Matthew McConaughey Portrait. Of him as Mick Holler. Which we should all choose in life. Which we should all choose in life, I guess. I mean, you've chosen other ones. I gotta keep it fresh, but still.
1: That's the best choice.
0: Okay. Interesting to know that after all this time. That's the best choice. It is. Well, either way, you called it. We flipped the three sided coin. It came down and landed. Boom! Mick Holler side up. So you get the choice first, second, or third in
1: the games. Well, Chris, seeing as this is episode 200, yep, and this is your episode to choose, Mm -hmm. I feel like you
0: should start things off. I would love to. Okay. I've seen this movie plenty of times. I'm sure my summary that I will do in a thousandth of the time that it actually takes to view will be perfect.
1: And how long is that amount of time, Chris? Oh,
0: Brad, you should know, for episode 200, I couldn't pick anything that didn't have a high on film stamp of approval on its runtime. Love it. 90 minutes flat. Mm, 9.0 seconds to, for each one of us to summarize Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Beautiful. Positively yep. beautiful. Oh, yeah. A, oh, a brief watch, a tight little story to bodacious dudes. And I love a nice whole number. Uh, look, Brad loves whole numbers. Dave, you got something to say before hey, we start this? Any
2: opinion on the whole numbers? <laughs> no, whole numbers are fine.
0: <laughs> Great. You can
2: tell this isn't one I picked because it's not like you have 28 seconds to <laughs> yeah. play this movie.
0: Yeah, Transformers 4 was long. <laughs>
2: yeah. All right, Chris. Nine
1: seconds on the clock yes. to summarize Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Are you ready? As ready as I can be. In three, two,
0: one. 2 dimwitted uh, high school teens uh, on a quest to get Eddie Van Halen in their band are sidelined by a time-traveling phone booth and man who says that their uh, music changes culture, and they have to collect oh. people. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the plot part. <laughs> <laughs> I got the premise. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you
1: kind of got hung up on the Eddie Van Halen being in the band thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. But that's, that's where, like they're what they want, though. Right, but I mean, yes, I know, the bigger I know. thing is I know passing. where I went wrong. Yeah. 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 Judge me appropriately. I will, I will. Fine. Dave, oh. it's your turn. Okay. Nine seconds flat. All right. On the count of three. Three, two, one.
2: Uh, Bill and Ted are given a time-traveling phone booth in order to complete a history report. The phone booth uh, breaks down, and they have to uh, get back in, in, in time for the... Time. Damn it. In time <laughs> for the
0: summer game, which... Okay. All right. We are... Not doing good at this, I do. <laughs> nope, nope. Not great. If you haven't seen, listeners, View and Ted's. <laughs> View and Ted's. <laughs>
2: huh? How many it, times it, have you seen uh, this, Chris? Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> if you haven't watched the Views episode <laughs> View on View and, Ted. and Ted's excellent adventure. But they couldn't get out of other. It <laughs> was
2: just Keanu Reeves. That's why it's the View and
0: Ted. <laughs> <laughs> it's Joy Behar and Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Going back in time. I'd watch the (laughs) fuck. To save Whoopi Goldberg's career and get her to say yes on Sister Act.
1: Yeah, that's huge. The view and technical adventure. I feel like saying yes to Ghost was bigger, considering that got her an Oscar, but come on.
0: She she was almost sidelined. The untold story. She was almost sidelined when she she almost said no to Sister Act. (laughs) The sister act or ghost come first? Ghost comes first. Ghost comes first.
1: I think Ghost is 89 and Sister Act or 90, and Sister Act's like 92.
0: 91. A little bit of a reverse spirituality. <laughs> a little bit. Okay. Where are we? Brad's turn. Nine My seconds turn. to see if you can maybe get out any of the plot details yeah. <laughs> that are important to villain Dead's excellent adventure. In three, two, one.
1: Two high school dimwits are failing history, so they have to. They get a phone booth to go back in time and get all of the historical figures to come back and give their report for them, so they can go on and save the world with their music.
0: Time. Wow, that's probably perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, collecting historical figures. Something I think we left out of the first two <laughs> <Yep>. summaries.
2: <laughs> yeah, I got the time machine broke down, but not how or why or what was going on. Uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. Yeah, it broke down, and that's not even really an issue. That's like <laughs> one scene. <laughs> yeah, and nor do they ever go anywhere they shouldn't be. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, no, I guess not. It's just
0: kind of fizzing, and they can't get back without chewing a bunch of gum. No, it's actually broken, and then they go to 10,000 BC for some peace and quiet Chill out. fix the machine. Yeah, true. Fix it, and then Wait, go back to where they're supposed to.
2: I had always interpreted that as they got lost along the way.
0: Oh, no. So, uh, maybe lost, and they just got lucky that it was a well, uh, prehistoric times. So, I don't know.
2: Yeah, didn't
1: I mean when they go to when they get Sigmund Freud, that feels like that wasn't originally intended because they're like, hey, bonus points.
0: No, they say extra credit. Extra credit. And yeah. no, I, I, I don't think that's accidental because they go around collecting all those figures. I think they could have just stopped with Billy the Kid, so crates, and so crates. Oh, um, Freud three. No, uh, no. Well, they already have John uh, Mark. Um, uh, John no, Harts, uh, John Mark's later. Napoleon. Oh, right, uh, right. Yep. Sure. Who doesn't actually... Does he do a... Oh, yeah, he does a presentation. Yeah, he... The Risk They game, try to play yeah. Risk. And... Yeah. And he shows the plans for developing a water park across Russia. <laughs> All right, guys. It's time for First Impressions. The second game of the show. Zero to three points this time, so... Huh, slightly heavier. Weighted. We're going to give uh, the person sitting to our right a line from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. We would like to hear them say... In the voice of the character, to the best of their ability, for said points. Now, uh, I went first last time, so Dave, you're going to get to go first.
2: And okay. Give Brad
0: a line from the movie.
2: Alright. Um, so, I have a, a short monologue uh, from Bill, when he is... Alex Winter. Alex Winter, uh, playing, playing Winter. Bill S. Preston Esquire, um, when he believes that his compatriot, Ted Theodore Logan, has been killed... Uh, is talking to an empty room and the bottom of a Castle.
0: Yeah, That's <laughs> perfect setup. Got it. Bogus. Anus.
1: Most non triumphant.
0: Ah, Ted. Don't be dead, dude.
1: You killed Ted,
2: you medieval dickweed!
0: Okay. Alex Winter. Not Winters. Good or remember it? There can only be one Alex Winter.
1: <laughs> one Winter.
0: One Winter. Yeah.
1: Or just there's one Winter.
0: There's one Winter. In a year yeah okay sure winter is coming
1: oh boy <laughs> not in LA
0: no not for like what six more months before Game of Thrones right go ahead Brad say the line give us that emotion yeah.
1: bogus heinous most non-triumphant aw oh, Ted don't be dead dude
2: you killed
0: Ted, you medieval dickweed! That was good. Thanks. No, no problem. Good Alex Winter. <laughs> Thank you. Do you have a line you'd like to give to me to say in my best Bill or Ted or Rufus or other character voice? Uh, I do. I, I believe it's Bill. Uh, I'm going to give you a Bill line.
1: Uh, it's from the final project or final you know report performance mm-hmm. when they're on stage and... Uh, talking about all the different historical characters, and I believe they're doing some type of voiceover. And. Uh, oh, of the montage. I mean, like, the, yeah, they're uh, talking yeah. over the microphone, but not an actual voiceover. Um, and Bill, uh, they introduce Beethoven. And uh, they. Beethoven. Beethoven, which is so fucking funny. <laughs> that they call him Beethoven. Uh, the, the when they're at the actual. They get project, all the names They right. get it right, yeah. yeah. Um. But he uh, lists off Beethoven's favorite songs, actually Beethoven, Uh, and it's. uh, I feel like this is very appropriate for you, especially. I
0: I think it's pieces of music first. It's Uh, It's not just songs.
1: Right. That's true. Yes. Well. Yeah. We can hear him introduce it. Beethoven's favorite works include Mozart's Requiem, Handel's Messiah, and Bon Jovi's "Slippery When Wet."
0: Beethoven is a man with good taste, let it never be said otherwise, Slippery When Wet is a fantastic album, and the world wants me to hate it.
1: <laughs> they want you to hate Bon Jovi. Yeah.
0: They do. The world wants this fighting, my love of Bon Jovi. And it's not even, I don't even love all of Bon Jovi. I love like three albums. And here we are, having commercials where I have to watch Rob Gronkowski butcher Living on a Prayer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not even that, a parody version of Living on a Prayer.
0: Oh, yeah, because he's singing about football, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: It was Ugh. Stupid. Yeah, it was brutal.
0: Well, it shows that there's still work to be done. <laughs> you
1: know? That's what shows. But we're halfway there. Oh, God. Chris, please do the line.
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Beethoven's favorite works include Mozart's Requiem, Handel's Messiah, and Bon Jovi's Slippery When Wet. That
1: was very good, yeah. Thank it you. It was very good.
0: I feel like I learned to talk through this movie.
1: <laughs> I think that's part of the problem a lot of people do.
0: I was speaking way before this came out. I think. I don't Good really thing. remember 88 so well. It's 89? 89? No, it's 88. Yeah, it's... 89. <laughs> oh. Well, because we get
2: confused because, of course, it's the historical figures world tour 1988 at the end of the movie. Yes, yes. Implying that they will be back at least next year. <laughs> yeah. To do another yeah.
0: show. I mean, the crowd wants more.
2: But then again, a world tour also implies, that implies they're going to go somewhere other than San Dimas, California.
0: That's true. But only other one other place in one other country, really. Qualify. Yeah. All right, Dave. I want you to say a line from the movie that I have deemed funny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: going to give you. Um, I'm going to give it you. Has been so deemed. <laughs> a Bill S. Preston Esquire line. Uh, at the Circle We're all K. we Bill.
2: I, yeah, is this, uh...
0: We're all doing it. No, no, um... Oh, yeah, we are all doing Bill. Oh. Look at that. Wow. Laura Denton rule for episode Didn't 200. Didn't even mean to. No Keanu. <laughs> <laughs> no Keanu. No one is Keanu,
2: that's I, why. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, I think I can safely say that each one of us had one option written down from Keanu. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had multiple. I had more options written down for Keanu
1: than I actually did Bill. I just like the Bill It's better. odd that it shook out this way. Great. Okay. Mm. You <laughs> seem very disappointed, Chris. Yeah, well, I like
0: a lot of the dual lines. You know, we'll, we'll talk about it. Okay. Buddy. Here we go. Bill S. Preston Esquire mm-hmm. at the Circle K says uh, addresses Ted, and he mentions that they have witnessed many things, which I would love to hear more <laughs> about that. But uh, I'll let uh, the only the only one, Alex Winter. That's <laughs> the phrase. Say it here. Dude,
1: are you sure we should be doing this? Ted, you and I have witnessed many things, but nothing as bodacious as
2: what just happened. Besides, we told ourselves to listen to this guy.
0: All right, Dave. You just met your doppelgangers.
2: (laughs) Yeah, okay. I don't think I'll ever be ready for this. Ted, you and I have witnessed many things, but nothing as bodacious as what just happened. Besides... We told ourselves to listen to them. <laughs> all That's
0: right. Good. Yeah. yeah. Not so bad. There you go. I like it. Uh, all right, guys. Well, as you put in your scores, you move into our open forum discussion we like to call scene work. And of course, we're an optimistic podcast till the end when it turns pessimistic. <laughs> so we like to start things off optimistically. Best scene. What's the best scene in Bill and Ted's excellent adventure? I'll tell you, it's the Circle K. <laughs> the, yeah, the it is. <laughs> I was going to say, I, honestly, <laughs>
1: it, it, you're the parking lot of the convenience store when they meet each other. Yeah, and then even When they if, meet
0: Rufus, and then they double down on it, and you get to yeah. see Bill and Ted later in the movie come in. Yes. And interact with Bill and Ted from earlier in the movie. To me, I don't think anything else
2: is even close. Yeah, there's... I don't know. there, There's parts I like of everything else, but... Nothing. This movie is made on that parking lot scene. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, the jokes are so good. That One, the fact that they're sitting outside the Circle K convenience store, canvassing the shoppers and employees <laughs> yeah, like, for history of the world.
2: Yeah. They have these books. We've shown them with these yes. books. textbooks, yes.
0: Yeah. And then the fact that, you know, Ruby shows up. Of course, they're uh, appropriately a little freaked out. Mm-hmm. And then they watch themselves show up. <laughs> to and which to prove that they're themselves. They tell
2: themselves
0: to trust them. Right. And to prove it, they ask them to think of a number. They say 69 in unison.
2: Yeah.
0: And the they shot confer. of all four, of them, they don't confer. No. Yeah. Bill and Ted of either time don't confer.
2: <laughs> they immediately know yeah. what other number is there.
0: And then all four precede the air guitar. <laughs> and it is hilarious. Yeah. It's so funny. Fantastic. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the Circle K. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K.
2: Yeah, and then
1: I like, and then when they come back later, and you see it from the other perspective. Yeah, yeah different
0: like. scene though. You like that one better? No,
1: no, no, no. I honestly, for me, I put that all in one thing because technically
0: it's one scene. No, technically, I think it's two scenes because you're following different characters. You got a whole different conversation. But it's the same place where it happens. Yeah, same setting, but not the same scene. It's kind of the same
2: scene. It's a different coverage of the same scene. Yeah, it's It's, a different coverage of the same scene. Uh, I don't
0: know about this. But
1: in the... (laughs) In the structure
2: of the movie, I see what you're saying. Yeah, Yeah, in the structure
1: of the movie, I do. But in the way it exists, you're just showing the same scene again. Same set location. Same scene.
2: (laughs) It is the exact same scene. Both things...
1: (laughs) No, I understand. I understand what you're saying. So that's why I put it all kind of as one. I understand why you don't do that. Mm -hmm. But... To me, I love that you kind of go back to it and then see it from the other side, and
2: yeah, I you need I mean, a little have something to to for me. it to work, right? Yeah. That's what makes it plus work, that so. great ADR kicker of that conversation made so much sense this time. I love <laughs> it
0: too. That's great. <laughs> it's so funny. I, I love the way these guys think, like the way that Bill and Ted like use their logic. It's consistent and hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Except when they finally get everything right at the end, like they've done any studying. Like, <laughs> okay, yeah. But it we just from, like,
1: that. traveling and talking with these guys? I don't
0: know. Yeah. <clears throat> you got something to say? Uh, you, is it's this a, best scene just, material,
2: Dave? It, it's not. It's, okay. it's my problem with the last scene, but I don't think that's the worst scene either.
0: All right, well, I just do, before we get out of best scene here, I want to mention the uh, castle armor fight. Billy Ted have. <laughs> That's a lot of Where they put on armor and medieval armor and pick up swords and do Luke and Darth Vader sword oh. fighting making the lightsaber noises.
2: And uh, of course uh, they take the names.
0: Yeah. Darth Ted and
2: Luke Bill. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Oh, Luke, Fantastic. Like, again, the way that mind works is so funny. Yeah. Just like when they start naming all the historical figures to Missy when they finally get to 88 San Demas. Yeah. And they're this going through.
2: Dennis Genghis Khan. Yeah,
0: yeah. And they change everyone's names just so slightly. It's like yeah. Melissa of Arc or something like that. Yeah. And uh, then they just go. Uh, and Abraham Lincoln. He <laughs> gives up. No creative juices left. Nothing. It's so funny. Uh, and maybe he realizes that Missy, you, you know, you can't hide who Abraham Lincoln yeah, is. Yeah, dude like, the whole deal. He's here. the most iconic of the, I, those in the American I, culture. I've
2: seen this movie a handful of times, and I have the opposite logic. I feel like he doesn't feel like he needs to cover up either the name Abraham or the name Lincoln. Like
0: uh, They're more commonplace? Yeah, they're just like,
2: yeah, I know a guy named Abe Lincoln. Like, Lincoln. whatever, might as well be named Dave Johnson. But... Genghis Khan or Joan of Arc, which yeah. apparently they think her name is. <laughs> That's the one that they get wrong in the presentation. Yeah. It's Miss of Arc. Oh, yeah. too yeah. 2. Um, yeah.
0: And <laughs> like Harry the Kid. <laughs> <laughs> so good. All right. If there's a best scene, there has to be a worst scene. Do 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 do. Worst scene. What is it, guys? I mean, I know the one there thing are, that really took me out of this.
2: Yeah, there is one that I think we all just oh, yeah. jumped at. We up, were yeah. doing
0: so well until we're in the castle, sl- just after the armor battle.
2: Yeah, just after that so funny, and then the you line a, I gave Brad. You drop a hard F Yeah. <laughs> after the, yeah two men hug.
1: He's thrilled he's alive. Yep. They hug each other, and they both call each other the
2: F word.
0: Yep. And, yeah, we were doing so well up until Yeah, and then.
2: it was just one of those, like, whoa, that doesn't seem Bill and Ted-ish. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Sign of the times. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. San Dimas, 88. People were throwing around, uh, well,
1: guess homophobic
0: slurs. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, it was, it was shocking for all of us. They we were like, whoa! Like, audibly, yeah. out loud, like, oh, shit. That yeah. sucks. That's terrible.
0: Yep. Hmm. So, yeah. George I, Lucas, Steven Spielberg, go back and edit it.
1: Yeah, that was, uh, that's definitely a bad scene, uh, which is is definitely the worst scene. Just, uh, to mention something else, um, I, I mean, I guess two things. A, the fact that, uh, Bill's dad decides to have sex with Bill's stepmom oh. in Bill's bedroom
2: oh,
0: yeah. is weird. Yeah, it's
2: so weird.
1: It's it is weird. Weird as hell. Yeah.
2: Like
0: um I wouldn't call that bad. I like all the exaggerated bad parenting in this. Like it's almost like yeah. fairy tale hyperbole, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh you better pass high school or you're gonna get sent to a military camp in Alaska.
2: Oh, a a, great a military piece school of, in Alaska. A great piece of dialogue there is it's the I forget what the name it is. It's the Star Academy. I spoke to General Star. Oh, yeah. Oates. Oates. It's I, Oates Academy. Yeah. I, spoke I spoke to General to, Oates. Yeah, I spoke to General Oates himself. Yeah. Um, which is... I mean, it's not stupid in the way most of the movie is intended to be because it's not from Bill and Ted. If it was... That feels like it would be like Ted's like, Oh, I don't want to go to the Oates Academy. What would General Oakes say? Like, yeah. Like, he thinks General Mills makes all of the uh, cereal personally himself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, that has stood out to me. The jailbreak mm. uh, it just seems, aside from uh, a time travel mishap, which we're going to get into, it just seemed dull. Like, uh, not so much that they're reusing the joke, because I don't mind that so much,
0: what, that, okay, so you're saying that it's dull because, well, I know exactly why it's dull. Yeah. You get this beautiful little denouement of hiding the keys. That yes. have been missing all movie. It's uh, Ted's dad's keys. Yeah. And it's funny because they're like, hey, we don't have time to do this now, which they clearly do because they have a <laughs> time machine. But they go, after we do our presentation, just remember to go back in time, steal your dad's keys from two days ago, and put them behind the sign so they're there now. And they walk over and pick up the keys. And it's a fun little thing.
2: Okay, I will disagree with you. They don't have time now, because wherever they go, Sandimus time keeps going.
0: Oh, right. So they
2: need to wait a day until it's out of their direct timeline. And go back to yesterday from tomorrow.
0: True. Which actually confirms that this is not your average time travel. Where you can just... I mean, because sure, they can move in space. They can move in time. Um... But they but,
2: maintain a personal timeline.
0: Yes. So time is emanating from San Dimas, 1988.
2: Yeah, that that is their where the solid... where the history
0: of the world changes. Yeah. So this is your standard hold fast and steady time. Okay. And time from before that and after that can be altered, ish. <laughs> because yeah. they take all these historical figures and come back to the present. But nothing changes. Yeah, Abe Lincoln no. never freed the slaves. Joan of Arc never died. You know, all these stories. Uh, Socrates never, yeah. you know, uh, completed all his writings and teachings. Yeah. So, like, all these effects have occurred in this timeline, but it has had no outcome on 88 Sandemus, which well, is a little bit of a problem. Well, I mean. But they, now we're getting away from what we're talking about.
2: <laughs> they yeah. also promise to bring them all back. Which, yes, they do. Is a great Bill and Ted answer to that question in the same way that modern technology, William, is great exposition for how the time machine works.
0: Yeah, but still, still when you remove them in the first place and they don't get to fulfill their purposes in their own lives, that's going to change your future. Except it doesn't change their future.
2: Okay. And I see that.
0: even if you want to give them the caveat of bringing them back, they don't wipe their memories. So why don't all these historical figures have? Yeah. Why
2: haven't they incredibly prescient
0: written- ideas yeah. of the future? So
2: they kind of
1: do. I mean, I I mean, I guess not. But yeah, I mean, they all are people with fantastic ideas, right? Like higher thinking. So you could argue that maybe they do have some idea, knowing of how 1980s. Yeah, but it's getting very convoluted. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely flaws in the. Yeah, because
0: the past is the past. Saint Demas, 1988, is unchangeable in time. But the future spins out like a million string theories.
2: Okay.
0: Sure. And the past. So one string has a knot of standard, unchanging time. Okay. And then the future can string out from a million string theories. Hence why Rufus needs to come back and make sure the wild stallions get popular. To create to transcend understanding of animals and aliens and poverty. Well, yeah, because <laughs> they, they were about to be separated. Align the planet, yes. so, yeah.
1: that's
2: why he has to come back. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's definitely... Still don't understand what enjoyment. in the timeline has caused this normally stable moment to change.
0: Well, then you get to the Times of Flat Circle theory, where it's, oh, it's never been changed. It's all, Rufus has always come back to make sure they're not separated. Okay. You know, it's like Terminator. John Connor sends Kyle Reese back to impregnate his mom, but that could actually never happen, so he always has to have done that. You know, there's, yeah. there's no timeline where he doesn't do that or else John Connor's never born. So there's no timeline where Rufus doesn't go back or else they'd be separated.
1: Yes, but th- well, then we also have flaws in this because in that jailbreak scene, you have the garbage... Uh, mm-hmm. garbage Ted can. dropping mm-hmm. the garbage can on his dad's head. And it's like, and he just says, remember the garbage can. Like, almost to remind himself later to come back and drop a garbage can from the ceiling. Yep. And, which doesn't, it just kind of appears, he says, remember garbage can. All of a sudden, a garbage can appears out of nowhere and is on his dad's head so they can escape.
0: Right. When like, they should have Marty mcfly it and had another Ted drop the garbage can on his dad's head. Yes, or but come they up don't. from
1: behind him and put it on his head. But yeah. they don't do that. Yeah, And that's kind of the... They, it, it, it's pretty good, it's just not flawless as far as the time travel goes.
0: And that's why that escape scene's a little boring, because they don't have to overcome anything, because they've already gone back in time and fixed all their obstacles. Right. Yeah. So therefore, instead of having this great jailbreak, it's a very minimal and then, task in yeah, the, the, the film. Yeah, the tape
2: recorder in the bookcase annoyed me.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. It just seemed like a really dumb way to do. Out. Yeah, that thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Any other worse scenes that we need to talk about? Now um, that we've debated the merits of time travel and all its Joan of glory. G- Joan of Arc's
2: whole aerobic instructor enthusiasm, expertise, passion is weird. Like, it, it fits in nowhere with, like, Joan of Arc isn't famous for doing a lot of jumping jacks. Like, she led an army and was probably mentally ill. Um, but yeah, like there's a lot of things that Joan of Arc did, none of which are getting people to exercise in tights.
0: Well, I will say, with her first appearance in the movie, she's about to pray, and then Bill and Ted come down and extend their hand to yeah. her. Um, so she probably goes through a bit of an existential crisis here. And maybe now she uh, doesn't believe she's now an atheist or believes it's something else, and... Fitness helps her with that, you know, work through those issues.
2: As she comes to that conclusion rather quickly. Well,
0: it's a comedy, Dave. <laughs> okay. All right, guys.
2: Yeah, but it just seemed like, you know, the rest of it made sense for them.
0: Yes, the rest, the rest of it make, per, makes perfect sense. Yeah. Oh, I can't speak anymore. <laughs> you know that sound. It's the theme song, to the Milk in It, the what? final game of the podcast. What, Brad? No, no, no. I was going to make some shitty joke. Just keep going. Now we all want to hear it. <laughs> no,
1: there wasn't. It was. No, it wasn't even a joke. We're
0: just like, what's that?
1: That's. I mean, it was more involved than that, but literally nothing. <laughs> it was nothing. It was there a reaction it is, Brad. To you.
0: <laughs> Give me a second chance to do it. Uh, yeah. All right. It's time for Milking It, the number one game of the podcast for 200 episodes strong. We draw a card from the big box of Hollywood ideas of prequels, sequels, reboots, and genres. On said card will give you a new way to reimagine uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Reuse, uh, recycle, take any parts of the characters, plots, themes from this film, twist it around, jumble it up, make a brand new movie to put out there and make a billion more dollars for the producing community of Hollywood. We'll need a title and a quick summary for each one of us for anywhere from zero to five whopping points. Ooh! The crowd is stunned. Now, uh, Brad, I believe it is your turn to go first. That is true. Please draw a card.
1: All right.
0: Slasher flick. Ah, we did a lot of those for Halloween recently. How appropriate.
2: How you should be well versed. I am.
0: I'll draw a card here as a fairy tale movie. Oh. Interesting. And Dave, draw a card.
1: It kind of is a fairy tale.
0: It kind of is. But I'm gonna amp it up, Brad. Cool.
2: Comic book superhero movie. Which should be pretty interesting for Valentine.
0: It wow. should, and uh, you yourself being a uh, bit of a superhero—is this kind yeah. of serious? Is this it the it the I part picked for
2: that on Dave my ever. very first try? Weird.
0: <laughs> and with that, we are going to take our next break uh, to gather our ideas and come up with three brand new movies for your listening enjoyment right after this break. We're back right in the middle of milking it for bill and ted's excellent adventure my own choice of movie Hmm. great to great to revisit i can't wait for our next season when we get to watch bogus journey after double o kid after double o kid
2: i mean if i'm ever allowed to choose a movie again
0: you are dave you're allowed to choose double o okay. kid we got... we'll see uh who drew first brad i did go ahead all right what do you have for mind everyone please slasher flick ah uh, yes
1: so we have Bill and Ted, two uh, slacking high school students who are failing, uh, and their lives are, you know, n- not going anywhere. They're terrible in high school, and now they're out one night and they get caught smoking pot by the cops. Mm. So they're on. So they're running away from them, uh, and it's kind of your classic, like, oh, they're running. They got enough of lead on the cops, and they dip into this telephone booth and kind of duck down. So then the police like run by the telephone booth and. Keep going. I realize it's clear all around. They duck down. They don't see it. It happens.
0: Some of those telephone booths have the
1: bottom shield. Yeah. Shielding. I mean, either way. So they duck down. The cops run by them, and they think they're cool. They try to use the phone to call a friend, to their friend Rufus, to come pick them up. And when they dial it, all of a sudden, the phone booth, like, you know, t- does what it does in the movie and takes them to another place. All of a sudden, they land on this island. Where all of these other historical figures have also been brought to, and they're all confused as to why they're there. Um, so uh, they they're they're trying to figure out how to get out of there. The time machine's uh, antenna has broken, so they can't really travel out of there. Uh, and as they start figuring out what try to figure out what's going on, on the island, these historical figures just figures are slowly being killed off one by one, uh, and which kind of works with the movie because I think a lot of these historical figures they have were killed pretty, like assassinated or killed in a... Yeah.
0: Now that you mention it. Yeah. Yep. So... Um, Ted Abe Lincoln. I think he died peacefully. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In, in his bed. Yeah. I
0: yeah. haven't uh, seen
1: the end of Lincoln, so... Yeah. It's... Spoiler alert then. Sorry about that, <laughs> Um, So it comes down to the point where Bill and Ted are the only ones left on the island. Um... And they finally discover that all along, it's they thought maybe it was Genghis Khan, but it was Genghis Khan's mom. And too much.
0: Brad. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Finish. I wasn't gonna say anything. Go ahead.
1: No, I actually just kind of came up with that thing Genghis right Khan's now. I had mom. Genghis Khan all along, and I just went for it with the <laughs> thirteenth thing. I swear to God, that literally just popped in my head. Now I was like, hey, I'm gonna go with it. Okay. But either way, that's
0: Genghis kind Khan's of it. mother. But either Lying. way, um, yes. yeah. Mrs. Khan. They, so,
1: either way, they they battle the villain enough uh, and are able to escape and fix the, and, like, in the process of, like, trying to escape, fixing the phone booth, and do, and they're able to go back to where they were from. Uh, they're to San, whatever it is. Demas. San Demas. Demas. Um So once they arrive there and realize what's happened, they then travel back in time to warn all of the people who were there to not go to the island. And then they end up going back to the island to check to see if everything is okay. And they see everything much quicker, like, still play out the same way. But it turns out that because they warned everybody, everybody brought, like, a double, basically. Brought doubles? Yeah. Body doubles? Basically. Hmm. Like, the way they do, like, for presidents sometimes. Sure. Sure. So, or yeah. So they bring body doubles. Crazy sick.
0: dictators who are <laughs> more crazy yeah. dictators. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. So wow. a bunch of innocent <laughs> you people. I mean, like died. Saddam
0: Hussein did. Yes. Is that what you're talking
1: that's about. That's exactly like, what I'm talking just about.
0: Just like presidents.
1: Well, yes. Not ours, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so. But, but yeah. either way, so they. So not it, yet. It ends up being like, yeah, sure, these innocent people die, but not these more important people. Yeah. And that's kind of what Bill and Ted discover is that. All these people survived and were able to escape mm. because they tricked them. Um, and yeah, that's that's the movie.
0: Nice ish. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> nice ish. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I'm confused why they have to bring body doubles and they can't just bring weapons and then all like have a you know massacre of Genghis Khan's mom.
1: Well, because, Mom,
0: because Mom, it still has to play. Genghis Mom. Because it's still
2: Genghis Mom. Oh, no, it's so no, I can't
1: believe I didn't come up with that. <laughs> uh, because it still plays out the same way.
0: Okay. I see.
1: So what you see, Bill, what Bill and Ted see when they're going through and seeing these people die, they still see. But now they see. Themselves? Two or no? Yes. Okay. When they go back again, they're wa- very Back to the future s. They're watching themselves see these things happen. Gotcha. And then as now
2: their current selves, they see what truly happened. Uh, in the Bill and Ted verse, current self is referred to as a we-us.
0: Yeah. Yeah, cool.
2: They're the we-uses. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah.
0: And your title?
1: And then there were Bill and Ted. <laughs> <laughs> I love that title. <laughs>
0: And then there were Bill and Ted. I love that. Oh, that's good. Okay. You redeemed yourself there at the end of my All eyes.
2: right. I'll take it. down a few extra.
0: Yeah. All right. I have a fairy tale movie if you're ready for it. Absolutely. Cool. Uh, Once upon a time in a future far, far away. Two friends have been ripped apart of their lives uh, from each other and, uh, by evil parents. Ted, of course, is exiled to an Alaskan military academy, and Bill still lives in the kingdom, the future kingdom of San Dimas, ruled by his jealous father and evil stepmother. Classic fairy tale nice fair. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and until one day, a fairy godfather father stops by with an old uh, relic from time that is a, a phone booth that we know as, but of course, these guys don't. It's from a time long before them. He says, Hey guys, how would you like to fix things? Bring you guys back together. Make a better world. Unseat your father, Bill S. Preston, Esquire. Um, Ted, get you out of exile. You know, get your own revenge. His dad's probably like the military leader of San Dimas. Is. No, probably is. <laughs> and then, uh, so he gets them together. They both agree. Uh, and then they kind of go around time collecting a super group of people to help them. Take back the kingdom that should be rightfully theirs. Uh, eventually, once their parents die, who uh, have misused all their power, of course. Um, of course, they get. Uh, Ted uses his military knowledge to get Napoleon's army behind him as well. Uh, they get their princesses from the medieval times. They get. They use Billy the Kid and his you know riders and uh, Till the Huns people to like amass this big army, and they go to the future of where they're from, and. Uh, Take on the castle. Storm the castle. And they have fun storming the castle.
1: Oh, how much fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, With their, yeah, super group of icons. And, you know, the heavy themes of having to remember your future isn't written. Uh, It's called Bill and Ted and the Booth of Time. And you can hear the sirens are going crazy. Yeah, I was going to
1: say, oh, it's going crazy right now.
0: Somebody call the cops. It was a great milk in it. (laughs) I don't know why that's illegal. I don't think
1: so either. (laughs)
0: Pirating ideas. Not fair use inside the... Bill and Ted is protected material with a third one coming, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It's fanfic. It's legal. Dave! Superhero movie, comic book. I do. I have a superhero
2: comic book movie. Let us have it. Okay. So we start with a dual narrative focus. Bill S. Preston Esquire and Ted Theodore Logan are having trouble with a history report that they need to pass in order to get their diploma. Meanwhile a hyperintelligent alien race is transporting dangerous toxic waste through a temporal highway that runs through you guessed it 1988 San Dimas mm. an accident happens and Bill and Ted are sprayed with time plasma mm. um uh, it grants them the incredible music ability of rhythm and Music theory, knowledge, whatever. Um, ah, and, well-versed on it yourself, I see. Right? I yes. Someone spray um, you with
0: time juice? They, they, <laughs> plasma. plasma. Plasma, Chris. Don't be gross. Jesus, Chris. Um,
2: and they are enable themselves <laughs> to use time-bending guitars. Together, they form the Wild Stallions. <laughs> um, a crime-fighting duo more popular than Batman. With their rad and bodacious rips, uh, the two trying to defeat minor criminals around the city while they're unknown to them, their nemesis grows in power. He is their history teacher who has been corrupted by the extreme jealousy and decides to steal some time juice or some time plasma. Don't Sorry. be gross, Dave. Jesus, Dave. Uh, in order to power himself up, and he starts ruining history. At this point, they meet the 15th century princesses who, in this version have a reason to exist other than as prizes to to be uh, one to Bill and Ted. Uh, and they classic jazz yeah, and treatment. They're their own time cop-esque characters who come in setting up the sequel. Um, yeah.
0: Right on. And I'm to assume the title is Wild
2: Stallions.
0: <laughs> Bonus points for the guitar riff. Thank <laughs> you.
2: <laughs> I worked so hard on it. I surprised I like
0: it. it. I like it. It's uh, it's, it's pretty good. I love uh, time bending guitars. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome. big.
1: That's gonna get you a bonus point.
0: Yeah. A little, little Scott Pilgrimy again a little yeah. bit. I like it. I like it, Dave. Uh, great job, gents. Well, as soon as you're done scoring, please pass the scorecards to the front of the class for final edition. And as we do that, <laughs> thank you, for those Extra sound effects. Uh, you're welcome. We're moving into our pessimistic. We already collected the <laughs> cards, Brad. I don't know what happened. Any other scorecards I need to be ca- counting? I'm not doing a recount. Oh. Topical. The only... Yeah. Oh, yeah. And your Dakota <laughs> Access Pipeline uh, plotline. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, uh, in...
2: Unintentionally topical, but I see it. Oh. Yes, I, unintentionally... I was going to straight rip off uh, Daredevil. That's, that was mm. the intention. Ah, I see, I see, I see.
0: Well, let me deduct like some points here then. I... Yeah. Uh, no, we move no, into I'm our good. pessimistic and podcast... Regrets? Any regrets saying or not saying during the uh, duration of this show? Uh, uh, I guess the one thing I'll
1: say that I had circled for worse scene or it wasn't circled for worst scene, but it was something that felt took me out of the movie here and there once in a while, and I don't, I, I didn't end up saying because the more I thought about it, I don't think it's really a problem, but I do want to bring it up to see if you guys have any issues with it and that is uh napoleon in modern times they mm-hmm. like just kind of all those little gags that kind of worked kind of didn't seem a little extraneous
0: sure like uh the eating the uh, Sunday, and yeah, loving water slides. Dig, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: I mean, even the water slides one, I was a little, that's kind of the point where I was a little more like, okay, this is kind of clever that Napoleon like loves water slides. And, and
0: it's called Waterloo.
1: And it's called Waterloo. Yeah, it's true, too. I didn't. I kind of forgot about that. And that's funny, but the rest of it just seemed forced. Like, it's not really part of the plot at all.
2: No, not at all. At
1: all. And, and that's, and not that I Thought it was bad. It just felt like that could have easily been cut, and mm-hmm. you would have missed nothing. Like Napoleon could have very well just like slept in that bed for the next few days, and we would have it,
2: yeah been no better you would, or worse off. But would then cut he, the brother, right? What'd you say? You would cut Ted's little brother. Yeah, Deacon you could even cut that and his whole one like he, and one like,
1: half. Oh, half lines. Napoleon's Deacon knocked Logan? out. You lock him in a. You lock him somewhere for... Yeah, but
0: then he doesn't experience Sandemus, And that's the point of the history report, is that all the historical figures experience Sandemus and talk about what they would think of it.
1: Ah, uh, that's true, because that's the question in the report. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and he's the only one that actually truly experienced it firsthand.
0: Well, he experienced the most of it, right. for sure. Not truly. No, 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 not
1: it. truly. But they yeah. all have a good time in the mall. Experienced it the most. Yeah. All right, fair enough. I just wanted to bring it up
0: Uh, i appreciate it i do have to say very quickly we didn't go through our what time travel device we would like to use
2: uh yeah delorean Mm. show up at any time anywhere riding a delorean you're already stylish
0: yeah i like the delorean but you need a lot of room for it this is true you need to get up to you know
2: 88 miles an
1: hour yeah i mean the phone booth's nice though I mean the time turner in Harry Potter is That's the easiest my guess. Yeah. yeah you just turn it Oh, the, the it's most is, concealable, it works you don't in have one to worry about
0: increments, though.
1: Yeah, I, can you get as specific with that? And and I haven't read the books. I think
0: you, if you know about it, you can. Yeah. Dumbledore in Azkaban's like three turns should do it. Yeah, it's true. and it's right on point.
1: Yeah, that's the you just wear it around your neck, and you just yeah. like basically teleport time rather yeah. than actually having to travel.
0: I, I will say they don't really have too much of uh, an issue getting to where they want to be within uh, Curse Child either. Uh the. Sequel play. book, yeah, yeah, the sequel play. And uh, although in there it states that uh, I think it'll make me only this time turner, but only allows them to go back for like five minutes at a time. So, assuming there's different time turners, like the one Hermione uses in Azkaban, that uh, obviously you can go back for a whole class, that's the one I want. Right. Mostly because of the concealment factor. Yeah. Phone oh, booth not... gets captured in this one. DeLorean is always a problem to yeah. hide.
2: DeLorean's always breaking down, which is yeah. fantastic yeah, for it's however much they paid in Just like placement. a fucking car. They made the worst possible feature of the DeLorean a plot device in every single one. Yeah. Um, but, you know, my problem with the time turner is the rest of them ha- are both time and space. The time turner, oh, as I understand it, is, only is place yeah, it could, I yeah. am right We're, here three hours ago. Yeah, you can't oh. move
0: anywhere in your position yeah. on Earth.
2: Oh, that's true. But the DeLorean
0: so, and the phone booth, you can transcend yeah. space, so you oh, can that's go ga- that's, wherever. That's,
2: that's yeah. The phone booth that's game change. would get uncomfortable, I believe. Sure. Yeah, so I'm, I'm sticking with DeLorean.
0: Um, Easy to use, though. you got a phone book to tell you where to go. You can repair true. the antenna with chewing gum.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Although the DeLorean, you just like type it in. Yeah, you but you go. run out
0: of plutonium, and then what? Yeah, that's true. Um, how long is the half life on then plutonium? Then you go
2: to the future, and you get a Mister Fusion, and you put any damn thing you want.
0: That's true. Until you crash it into something. Oh, that's true.
2: <laughs> so basically, we basically, discovered that there's no perfect time traveling device. Yeah.
0: yeah. Phone booth or time turner? DeLorean's a little, little hard. Unless you're Doc Brown, I guess. Yeah. Dave. I guess, uh, well, Doc, guys. Doc Dave Brown. Doc Dave Brown. Doc Dave Brown. That works. I have the points tallied. Great. You ready? No. I'm back to my old tricks again. I lost. Uh. 15.5 points. Uh, But you guys, within a tenth of a point of each other.
1: Holy shit. Dave,
0: 16.6 to Brad, 16.7 points. Uh. Your your great milk and it wasn't enough to edge out Brad's uh, near perfect summary game. Yeah. And decent uh, impression as well.
2: Hell of a game, Dave. Well, it certainly was.
0: <laughs> certainly was. Yeah. Well, guys, hell of a 4 years. Yeah. yeah.
2: 200, man. 200. That's that's something.
0: Dave, thank you so much for being on this very special episode of High on Film.
1: Oh, anytime. It means a lot to have you. Seriously, you're you're a special guest here. This so. was a fantastic one to
0: do. Thanks, man. Yeah, you are always welcome on this podcast, regardless of movie. I love talking <laughs> movies with you, and uh, so thankfully you're on as frequently as you are, Dave. Thank you very Great. much. Thanks so much for having me. Internet plugs or anything?
2: Um, I haven't really done anything on Junk on Netflix for a while, so uh, my Twitter at Pretty Sound Guy um, is occasionally active and/or funny. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Perfect, man. Thanks.
0: Brad Davis, thank you as always. Uh, Congratulations on four hard-fought years. Yes. Of high on film.
1: Uh, at BDAlwaysGP on Twitter and Instagram. And I want to just thank you, Chris. 200 episodes. Uh, this has been quite a ride. <laughs> quite an epic adventure. and An
0: epic adventure, Brad? Oh,
1: sorry. <laughs> I, I actually didn't even mean it. I just thought of adventure and that's all I did. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> excellent adventure I wasn't even thinking that's stupid uh, but thank you for everything seriously you you put so much work into this thing more than more than I do so um, I really appreciate it and you so thank you so much happy 200
0: buddy I couldn't do it without you man thank you very much those are kind kind words uh, I'm at Cross Maxwell on your social media accounts at High On Films The Show wherever you want to find us um, but especially on iTunes leave us a review give us some stars Help with our ever-expanding listener base. And um, we'll see you in a couple weeks. We're going to take a hiatus, be back, gather our thoughts, and come back with 30 to 40 brand new movies. Something a little different. Yeah, starting with a Christmas episode and then uh, moving into next year. And, you know, aside from Christmas, my favorite holiday, (laughs) (laughs) McConuary. Oh. A month long celebration of Matthew McConaughey's work. It's gonna work. be so wonderful, guys. That's it. Thank you so much for listening to all 200 episodes and all those buzzed off films. We will probably drop a few of those actually, or, or any of those 200
1: episodes. Yeah, of buzzed off films.
0: <laughs> we couldn't do it without you. And I'm pointing to the microphone to signify you, the listeners. We I, love you. I confirm. So he much. <laughs> be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes. Goodbye.